All right. What's up, y'all? Wes Rucker coming to you from Fort Rucker Studio. This is the Go Vols 24-7 podcast, as you can tell by the truncated version of the intro. This is a breaking news edition of the Go Vols 24-7 podcast, not just me on this episode, obviously. We've got our very own recruiting editor, Ryan Callahan, from across town. And Ryan, why are we, uh, why are we bringing people this breaking news edition of the podcast? Well, uh, the sports world is, is not... Uh alive and uh active at this point but there's still plenty of recruiting and uh an example of that on monday afternoon tennessee getting a commitment from class of 2021 running back jalen wright of durham north carolina uh a guy who visited tennessee for the first time just a few weeks ago had, had gotten an offer from the vols back in early february and, and right after that visit on may on march 7th uh said tennessee was was number one at the time uh on his you know growing list of offers uh, di- didn't quite hit double digits uh at that point so he, he he you know had a handful of major conference offers and tennessee was one of the first to get him on campus so made sense they were his leader at the time but you know a few weeks removed from that visit just kind of i think seeing the uncertainty of the the sports world right now not knowing when visits were going to open up and then just feeling really good about everything that had happened at tennessee um decides on the vols and uh, and gives tennessee what might be a really nice sort of under the radar find early in the process. One of those guys who looks like he's got the, the talent and potential to, to maybe get some other big offers here down the stretch uh, over the next several months and, uh, and potentially a guy Tennessee might have to fight to hold on to if his name gets out there more. Yeah. It's interesting, Ryan, because there's, I guess for the, for the, for the deets on him right now, um, he, he is a three-star running back. He does have a growing offer list. He does have incredibly, I don't want to say incredibly good, very, very, very good spreading numbers. He's a North Carolina state champion. Uh, I believe he's been clocked at, uh, he's been the state champion in the 55 meter and he runs the, uh, he, his personal best in the 100, I believe is 10, eight, four, I believe was the number mm-hmm. that, that you wrote earlier. So this kid can run. That's not like Olympic speed, but that's, that's, that's pretty darn fast. Uh, if you, if you're, if you're getting it anywhere under 11 seconds, uh, you're getting it. And I, I guess what's interesting here's a couple things that stayed out to me. One, um, this is not a, a di- this is not like a tiny running back, um, but he's certainly not a large running back like the kind that we kept thinking that that, that Pruitt would kind of be wanting to bring into the program. But mm. if he's not that and they still wanted him, I think that probably means he's pretty good. Well, well, I think what I, what we've picked up on over the past couple of years about about what Tennessee would like to have at running back is I think what you've kind of seen for years, and this won't surprise anybody, at Alabama, uh, where you often had kind of a thunder and lightning combination. Uh, you might have uh, a, a guy like a Derrick Henry in the backfield, but you also might pair him uh, with, with, a, with a much quicker uh, guy with good straight line speed to sort of complement him. So um, you, you're looking for a guy that can, can be a home run hitter to go along with that guy who might be able to pound it between the tackles. And, and Wright could end up being sort of a combination of the two. He still has a frame that I think is big enough that he could end up in the 200 to 210 pound range. You know, it just depends on how much bigger he gets. But I, I do think he will add some weight. Um, but but a guy who wants to run track in college, so you know, I, I don't think he wants to get too too big, and, and I don't think he naturally will anyway. And and I think you know, just looking at him though, he he's got the speed, like you said, to be that uh, that that quicker guy. Uh, but but also I think is willing to run between the tackles. So he's not. He's not necessarily just a, a complete 180 from what they're looking for in that in that power guy, but yeah, he's a nice complement, I think, 
to what you might have in a guy like Lenith Whitehead that they just signed in the 2020 class or, or even T Hodge, a guy who's currently 215 or 220. You know, he's not going to give you that, that power necessarily, but, but just a fast guy and, and, and willing to, to still run downhill. And that's, uh, there's always room for, for speed on the field. And I think Jeremy Pruitt sees that, even though he's obviously drawn to, to bigger backs too. Yeah. You look at that and I guess it's kind of funny. 5'11", 190, that's not small. Like we think of, when you think of like a smaller running back, you don't think of like 5'11", 190 necessarily. And if that's his high school size, he can certainly, I mean, looking at pictures of him right now with that frame, I'm sure he can fill out. So uh, it was just interesting to me because I keep waiting on Tennessee to take more of those like big wham kind of guys, but uh, hey, guys that can take it the distance, uh, the, those are those are nice guys to have. Another thing, Ryan, that, that interests me here is uh, I'm putting two and two together on this. This young man's from North Carolina, and this young man's a running back. So I'm going to put those two together, and I'm going to guess that this might be the uh, first Jay Graham special of the uh, Tennessee backfield since he's come back to school. Uh, that would be correct. Uh, Jay Graham ha- had his fingerprints all over this one, uh, has been his main recruiter all along. And, and, you know, again, Tennessee offered him back in early February, so they've had really less than two months. Uh, but I think Jalen Wright feels like he already has a really strong relationship with, with Jay Graham, said so they've been talking on a daily basis over the past several weeks. Uh, and that was the first coach he told when he, when he decided on Tennessee and, and said, I'm, I'm ready to go ahead and, and make a commitment. So uh, that, definitely a good relationship there. And, and, and potentially I think a really nice pickup for, for Tennessee and for Jay Graham. And uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how, how this pans out in, in the coming months. But again, I think that they see this as a player who might, uh, whose stock is still certainly rising and, and could rise quite a bit in the coming months, uh, just depending on how much his name gets out there. You know, that he's a good example of why the spring evaluation period being very much in limbo right now is so fascinating. I think if, if coaches had been on the road and school had been in session everywhere and everybody comes around and sees him practicing and running track this spring, he could end up with 20, 25 offers by the end of the spring. But because of this maybe not happening, Maybe he flies under the radar even more until this summer or this fall. You know, we'll see how that goes. But I think this is a potentially really nice pickup and a guy Tennessee had definitely prioritized quite a bit, uh, at least since he visited Tennessee and probably even before that, I would say, um, since since Tennessee offered him last month. Yeah. And when you when you look at this, I, I know that. <clears throat> You know, I, I can when we speak to coaches and stuff, we, we, we they can't really talk about kids that have committed anywhere or until they sign. Then they can talk about them. But speaking in generalities, I know that I've spoken with Brute about this before and I've heard him tell me point blank. If I have a guy, if I have guys who are fast enough that my track coach at Tennessee wants them to run track at Tennessee, I'm happy about that. Basically, he's saying that if I have guys who are fast enough, like if if they tell me they want to run track, that's cool. But like if the track coach at Tennessee tells me, hey, they they maybe could run track here, he goes, that tells me I'm getting the kind of that that's the kind of speed that I want. So if this kid, I know he wants to run track, if Tennessee's coaches there want him to do that, then that means he can run, right? Oh yeah, no no question, and and it's certainly been talked about with with him and Tennessee's coaches. You know, they've they've made it clear to him they're willing to let him do that as long as it doesn't. Uh, you know, become a, any sort of deterrent or distraction from what he's doing on the football field and, and his academics and everything else he needs to do that they're all for it. And, and so I think he's looking forward to doing that. And that was important to him to at least have that opportunity. And, you know, we've seen it done. Kenny Solomon's doing it right now on the, on the Tennessee football team and, and running track at Tennessee. So it definitely can be done. And it's been done plenty in the past. You know, Jay Graham was a guy. It's, it's funny. Jay, Jay Graham might see a little bit of Jalen Wright or of himself in Jalen Wright. You know, he was a guy with track speed. Uh, not the not not a small running back by any means, but had 
had plenty of that straight line speed to go along with everything else he did well on the field and a guy from North Carolina. So, you know, definitely a lot of, a lot of common, common ground there between those two. Uh, the, the other thing I thought was interesting about the, the way Jay Graham has, has talked to Jalen Wright, he says, uh, you know, again, coaches are, are often going to throw out some of the bigger name guys they've worked with in the past, but he's thrown out the Dalvin cook comparisons, uh, or, or at least, you know, mentioned that kind of potential in Jalen Wright saying, Hey, you're the kind of guy I think you could, you could be every bit as good as Dalvin cook, maybe even better because you've got that speed. And then when you find a running back that has that extra gear and has a frame that can add some more weight, that, that's, that's what you're looking for. You're looking for that upside, a guy who's, who still has his best football ahead of him. I think there's a lot, a, a lot in that, uh, or a lot of that in Jalen Wright. And that's, that's what Jay Graham has, has been drawn to about him for sure. And you know, again, you, you never know what the, whether that kind of hype is, is fair until a player gets on campus and you get a look at him. But if Tennessee is even throwing around that kind of hype about him and, and, and making those kinds of comparisons and, and making him a priority early on, I, I'd say there's some truth to it. Ryan, what's this do for, for Tennessee? The best that we can tell, what's what's this mean for, for this class and in, in terms of the running back position? And I ask that because, um, you know, they've got a couple of versatile athletes in this class, a couple of guys who are listed at running back now. Uh, and they've got obviously um, a couple that they brought in in the most recent class with, when, when they get to school after the Corona stuff settles down. And, and then you've got the kind of the, 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 the unknown out there is what happens with Zach Evans. I guess we don't, no one really knows what's happening there with that five-star kid right now. So where is Tennessee right now in terms of, of running back priority, what they want, are, are they done? What, 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 what kind of sense do you get from this? Yeah, you, you touched on it there. Zach Evans is really, a, a, I think, a big wild card in this potentially. And, and you do have some flexibility on the current roster that, that might play into that too. Uh, we know Tennessee is going to be losing uh, some seniors after this season. You know, Carlin fills me, fifth-year senior. Ty, uh, uh, Tim Jordan is a, is a senior, and, and T- Ty Chandler is also a senior. So you've got those three guys that one way or another, whether someone transfers or whatever, all three of those guys could be gone after this year. Uh, and, and then you throw in the, you know, does Laneith Whitehead stick at running back? A lot of people always thought in the recruiting process that linebacker was his best position. So does he stay on offense? He seems really focused on that right now. Things can always change down the road. Jabari Small, a, a guy that has some versatility, could maybe you know line up in the slot, at least in certain situations. But, you know, ideally, I think running back might be his best fit. But we'll, we'll see. He's capable of playing elsewhere. And then T. Hodge, I, I think, has been a running back, uh, you know, in most people's minds. But also maybe capable of playing linebacker. So you just got to see how, how things work out for him. I, I think he probably sticks at running back, but we'll, we'll, you never know how that plays out. So all those variables. And then, yeah, you've still got the, the possibility of a guy like Zach Evans out there. Tennessee still also involved with Chase Hayden, uh, the transfer from Arkansas. That's, that's obviously the son of former Vols running back Aaron Hayden. His, his visits and uh, entire decision-making process has been pushed back by all this, uh, this dead period and everything. So he's another possibility for Tennessee out there if someone transfers this spring especially. So I think it just depends on whether Tennessee adds anybody else. If they add a guy like Hayden or Zach Evans, they, they could maybe get by with taking one running back in this class. But if not, if they stick with what they have, I think they're likely to sign two in the 2021 class. So that means they've got, they've got one more to add at some point. They're, they're still in on some big names, and, and I think they'll continue to recruit those guys either way. Uh, some guys like Cody Brown, you know, they're highly ranked players that they're battling big-time programs for. They're going to keep going after those guys, and realistically, you're not going to turn away one of those guys if you can get them. Versatility, versatility, versatility. It just mm-hmm. every time we talk about this, Ryan. I guess this will be the last thing. Every time that we talk about this, 
Uh, we have these, you know, whether it's the, the, the breaking news editions when a, when a kid commits or whether it's the, kind of a recruiting segment in the regular podcast episodes, every time we discuss this, it seems like the versatility factor ends up being a good thing for Tennessee. When, when Pruitt and his staff, and I don't know, I guess this starts with Pruitt since he's the head coach, but just throughout the staff you see them recruiting a lot of guys, and more so than I've seen with other staffs. They recruit guys who can – a lot of guys who can play multiple positions, and that does give you flexibility. I know some people say that that leaves some situations like a you know a Princeton fan or something like that where, you, you know, you got a guy where you can't figure out where to put him uh, or Jeremy Banks moving back and forth. But, but I think the versatility has been a much, much, much – it's been much more helpful than it's been a detriment for the staff. I, I think so too, and yeah, they, they've they've used it to their to their advantage, and it can be really really helpful as you're filling out a roster and getting back to the 85 scholarship limit. Uh, it can make up for having short number numbers at certain spots. They've even gotten creative where it looked like they might not. You know, guys like Jordan Allen uh, starting spring practice as a tight end when when everyone had assumed he would continue to work at outside linebacker because that was such a big need. You know, they're they're willing to think outside the box on that stuff sometimes, and and yeah, try different things. And you're right that. Signing guys who have versatile backgrounds or a skill set that might translate to multiple spots, uh, it, it always gives you more options down the road, and that, that keeps you from being in, in some of those binds that coaches hate to be in where you're just shorthanded and have no choice but to play a certain guy or, or stick with three or four players at a position because you just have no other options. So, yeah, I think that's something you're going to continue to see with Jeremy Pruitt's staff, and they've, they've certainly taken advantage of that. And running back is one of the positions on the roster that's maybe the, the best example of how that's going to impact Tennessee's plans in the future. And how that can maybe give them the, the, the freedom to sort of do some different things in recruiting, depending on just how, how well they address that position. That might be a good place to leave it. Ryan, you got anything else before we step out of here? Uh, no, not, not a whole lot, uh, but, but recruiting still, you know, heating up uh, even during this, uh, this downtime, you know, this dead period. I, I think like, there's still always a possibility of some other uh, developments in, in the not too distant future. So, so who knows, maybe we end up talking again soon about some other recruiting news. We'll see. Awesome. Thanks, man, Ryan. I'm going to let you get out of here, and we're going we're gonna to step on out of this one. Thanks, buddy. All right. Thanks, Wes. Guys, thanks for tuning in. As always, you can find all of us on social media. You can get to twitter.com slash govals247, facebook.com slash govals247, or you can go directly to govals247.com, and if you pay us the full price there, you get access uh, without uh, without charge, basically, a hundred dollar annual value for free. You get CBS All Access for free, which right now when we're all at home, quarantined, pretty good time to be doing that. And, and last thing, I apologize for my voice. I know it's been like this for a few weeks, just trying to get rid of this bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for this, guys. We will be back uh, with at least a couple more pod episodes this week, and um, maybe a couple more than that. See you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? 
Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 